Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. This is a Little Empire podcast. Visit us at littleempirepodcast.com and on Twitter at Little Empire Pod. Well, it's the friend zone. Well, Tim and Guy come to the friend zone and have a good time. Yes, it's the friend zone. Well, Tim and Guy, because making friends is the best idea of all time. Hello and welcome to the friend zone in 2017 with your old mates, Timbo. And me, Guy Montgomery, and Ooh, you. S- slight delay on that one, wasn't there, Guy? Yeah. Well, as always, uh, we should be upfront about our location, our geolocation, and we are separated once again mm. by a passage of water known as the Cook Strait, named after Captain James Cook. Um, where Gives are you right now, Tim? a piece of work, huh? Let's talk about yeah. James Cook for a, for a hot minute. Uh, came to New Zealand. Uh, first bit that they visited... I think was very close to a part of the country called Young Nick's Head. I have it on good authority, which was the first sighted bit of land by that particular ship, um, yeah. the the Endeavour. And they they came they came onto the land and they weren't too happy with the people who were already living here, so they buggered off again for a little bit and landed in a, a different part of New Zealand. That is about my extent of knowledge about how this country was founded. That was impressive. And to those of you listening at home, if you're curious as to what the good ship Endeavour looked like, uh, all you need is access to a New Zealand 50-cent coin, or alternatively, an internet connection. James Cook had the face of a man who was stern. Yes. Uh, I imagine he was a hard taskmaster. Yeah, I imagine so too. I believe he was eaten um, by... Uh, the native people of Papua New Guinea, maybe? Can't remember. I think it might have been in... I thought it was in Hawaii, perhaps. Yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah, somewhere. Um, anyway. Look. Colonization. We, Certainly not the way we plan on starting this conversation, is it, Tim? <laughs> well, there is no plan, as always. But look, let's... Um, the whole reason we're here, friends, is to acknowledge our friends, talk about our friends, and to share the messages that have come from our friends. Um, that is correct. So let's do that. Well, I'd like to kick things off if I may, Tim. I've got a beautiful wee message here uh, sent all the way from Newcastle upon Tyne. Mm. It reads as follows. Hey, boys, I know you probably get hundreds of shout-out requests for the friend zone, but if you could squeeze me one in, I'll be eternally grateful. Now, the reason that we're reading this message today, Tim, is because once once it's uh, been read to its finishing point, mm. this guy will be in our pocket for eternity. 
he will always be grateful towards us. And that is a huge yeah, triumph. That's important too. We need to get as many people on our side of the ledger as possible because we are going to be calling in some favours pretty, oh, yeah. pretty quick smart in 2017. Don't want to reveal too much, but we got some big plans and it's going to involve <laughs> people who owe us blood debts. Yeah, that's right. We are not going to wind up on the wrong side of history. Not this no. time, not again. <laughs> not again. I wondered if you could big up my brother, Jake Johnston, who put me onto the podcast. I'm not sure why I listened to it after his explanation of two dudes watching the same crap film every week, but I'm glad he did because it's given me hundreds of laughs. He lives out in Madrid, and I live in Newcastle, England, so I really <laughs> get to see him. So if you could give him a shout out, that would be sick. Cheers, boys. Live every moment. Oh, start that again. Cheers, boys. <laughs> Live every moment. Love every day. From your boy, Alfie Johnston. P.S. You can read my name out if it's not already been risked by Guyo. You. <laughs> oh, Guyo, you. Guyo, you. That's good. That's yeah, it's pretty clever. I've never seen that before. I wish I'd done it in this voice. Hello, Alfie. We love oh, you. You are nailing the Newcastle. That's exactly how everyone talks in Newcastle. What's the word I'm looking for? Not accent. Like a... Vene- no, dialect. There you go. That's one. That's a good one. Hey, here's a message from Marion who says, Dear Tim and Guy, hey Guy, are you sitting down? I am sitting down, Tim. This isn't in the message. This is Tim talking now. Hello, Guy. It's Tim here. Hello, Tim. Are you, are you sitting down? I'm set on my seat. Okay, here's the message. I'm giving you $100. What? Not as much as I spent on the Democrats, but I think the return is better. I'm about the age of the woman and sex in the city, so I'm not of your demographic. Still, your podcast was my shining light of 2016, even though I almost stopped listening because I thought you were so mean to SJP and the rest. But I'm glad I kept on. Speaking of which, my daughter and I just finished watching the entire run of Sex in the City. I follow with interest the evolution of Brady, who in every iteration from newborn to two-year-old and beyond is a strange, morose child with an, intro- <laughs> with an introspective gaze. He is obviously planning big things. So thanks. The table reading of Grown Ups 2 was one of the funniest things I've ever heard. I do think that Guy M's father is correct. You two are growing beyond the original concept. I I hope to follow you as you evolve and conquer ever more comedic heights. What a lovely message! That was a lovely message. What was the name of the writer, or was was Marion? I don't want to say Marion's no, last name because that's I don't fine. Have instructions. I say to you, Marion. Of course, you're in our demographic. Anyone with ears is well inside of our demographic, and I appreciate the message. Um, I, would I also like to appreciate it as well to snakes. Snakes don't yeah. have ears, but I think that they get vibrations on the ground and that's how they, how they hear things. I, I hope we've got some snake listeners as well. Certainly, or if you can call what snakes do listening, it's more interpreting, interpreting yeah. vibrations. Also, Marion, outstanding use of the word morose. Uh, I'm, I'm going to try and throw that around a little more in 2017. i got one for hey. you, Tim. Hit me. Dear Tim and Guy, it's fine to use my name if this makes it on the podcast. All right, Chris Burrows, I will take you at your word, good sir. Would you guys like to hear how a real-life gift of an empty MacBook Pro box plays out? You guys have to check out the latest Adam Buxton podcast. Adam and his longtime comedy partner, Joe Cornish, exchange Christmas presents. 18 minutes in, and Joe literally gives Adam an empty MacBook Pro box. I think you'll enjoy the self-serving explanation. 
A few Christmas pounds are on the way to you for the hours of enjoyment I've had from the show. Hope you boys had an amazing Christmas and best of luck for 2017, only half of which will be ruined uh, for you by wife, Chris. And he's sent us a link to the Adam Buxton podcast. Um, I will give that a listen, actually. Thanks for the thanks for the recommendation. I'm about to go on a... I'm about to go on a five-day walk, Tim. So I've got ample opportunity to uh, fill my ears with different forms of audio entertainment. Good stuff. Hey, while I've got you as well, Guy, and I'm really just chucking this at you in the moment. Um, I don't know if you saw, but I've, I've put a tentative time for our uh, live cast for the uh, Google Hangout, which I oh. think <laughs> might be the day after you get back. So we'll, uh, we'll exchange oh, no, messages hey. afterwards. That's fine. As long as as long as we're together and everyone's together, life yeah. will be good. I'm really looking forward to that, actually. Oh, it's going to be such fun. Such fun. Here's a message from Annie, and it begins, Hey, Teapot and G-Spot. And I'm, I'm going to just stop the message there for a brief moment to acknowledge how good that one is. Yeah, very good. Top stuff. Happy New Year to you both. I hope you have sufficiently recovered from whatever prawn cocktails you chose to indulge in. <laughs> Love the potty, etc., etc., but I have a bone of contention to pick with you. In I your, like this. Oh no, <laughs> this looks specific and pointed. In your Patreon promo vid, and again in this week's friend zone, I caught a whiff of a wonderful beanie emblazoned with the war cry against the consumerist pepperoni fuckboys over at Blaze Pizza. <laughs> hashtag Pay the boys. I searched their online. Oh, I searched search your online store, but to no avail. Where oh where can I find this marvelous beanie hat? I hope one or both of you uh, will one day make it to the Adelaide Fringe so I can finally figure out which one of your skinny bodies matches which voice. Big love from across the Tasman, Annie. P.S. Having now seen the knife in person in that promo, I'm completely on Team Guy and that it is terrifying and unpredictable as a co-host. I will, I will think of knifey one every time I go through customs, hopefully one day to land on the, uh, to land, oh, to your land of the long white cloud once I amass enough cash for a couple of beers and a hefty leaving tax, which sounds like someone's been listening to your other podcast guy hosting. It does, doesn't it? Because yeah. certainly getting into New Zealand, uh, while it is a beautiful country, if, if, you, if you don't plan ahead and prepare, it can take you by surprise. And um, I wish Carlo a speedy recovery <laughs> and nothing but the best. Now, in respect to the beanie, we've mentioned this once before, that was a special merch item which isn't available on the store, but we got them custom made for our um, America tour where we lost thousands of dollars. Ironically, those beanies are part of the reason the Patreon exists in the first place. Yeah, yeah. They're a hot hot collector's item. (laughs) Stick on the Patreon and there might be some opportunities to um, to win a couple beanies as the the Uh, time goes by. I'm reminded of The Simpsons, which is like, uh, street value is virtually nothing, but the sentimental value is through the roof. (laughs) Um, uh, Well, I'm actually, I'm I'm not going to be in Adelaide uh, this year. I'm not going to make it. But if Perth is as close to Adelaide as I think it is, it's about a 30-minute jaunt down the motorway, so maybe I will be fortunate oh enough boy. to see you there in early Feb. Oh boy, um, I don't think that's right at all. No, I don't think it's right either. I got one for you, Tim. Hey there, right Spindly Timbly and The Flash. I really like that about a third of the fans uh, have continued calling me The Flash. Was a bit hungover this morning while catching up with season three, currently on the Sneddon episode. She's hilarious. God How damn it, ain't that Sneddon. the truth? God, I love Alice Uh, And I looked into the box office success of We Are Your Friends. 
While Tim Lee has been correct in that this movie had the fourth worst debut for a film with 2,000 plus theatre release, this movie actually made a profit. The budget was $2 million, which is still alarmingly high for this movie, and it had a total gross of 11.1 mil. Love the podcast. You're good boys, brave boys, and most importantly, kind boys. Hope the knife is doing well, and Happy New Year. Randomly just thought about this, but if this does end up in the friend zone, feel free to toss my name in the mix. Love and friendship from Luke Calbera in Stillwater, Oklahoma. He did not say I could say where he lives. <laughs> uh, but I did it anyway. Um, that one was just for It's you. true, actually. I was, in a moment of uh, an idling mind, I was perusing the We Are Your Friends uh, IMDb page, and I saw, I saw that same piece of information, but it's the, I think the reason it, it is regarded as such a box office bomb is because the yeah the number of theaters released and the sort of net gross per cinema is so low like um, there's got to be going- some costs associated with rolling it out to that many theaters as well because from memory it's like it was a couple thousand i think that it, it released in yeah, yeah the over other two, thing oh- is i've got to be honest and i i've got nothing to back this up because i've got a pretty unsteady uh, internet connection where i am at the moment but i reckon that two mil budget sounds like a production budget to me which doesn't include marketing and those marketing budgets can get up there, sometimes oh. eclipsing the entire production budget. But um, something I will look into. Well, Tim, I think it's important that you do because the people yeah. <laughs> deserve to know. They demand to know. I'm just um, I'm going on to here we go trivia. I'm just going to read out the exact number. Uh, the film grossed an average seven hundred fifty-eight dollars from two thousand three hundred thirty-three <laughs> oh theaters God. in its opening weekend. This was the fourth worst debut for a film with a 2,000 plus theater average. It was oh, surpassed boy. later in 2015 twice. <laughs> once by Rock the Casbah <laughs> and once by Jim and the Holograms, both of which opened on October 23. Yeah, it was a rough year. Hey, oh, and man, what I'll tell you what, year. two comments further down um, mm. in the trivia section of the We Are Your Friends page uh, on IMDb yep. is season three of the New Zealand-based podcast Worst of All Time is dedicated to watching We Are Your Friends once yeah. a week, every week for one year, and they're reviewing the movie. Seven out of seven people found that interesting. <laughs> I love that. That's a hundred percent hit rate. I love it when it's like eleven out of eighteen people found this interesting. If you don't find it interesting, why are you registering your opinion? It's yeah, just don't, just don't vote. I love that. That's really buoyed my mood. Um, hey, here's a message from John, who actually donated to us a little while ago, and I think I missed his, uh, his his message. So apologies for that, John. Here we go. Dear guy that Tim knows and vice versa, please give my name a shout out to my mate, The Chief, who's likely listening right now on the Isle of Wight and who unleashed his pod addiction. He's he's What he's done, guy, is he's put those two words together, so it's poddiction, on me during the summer. Uh, your tragic merch mishap in the States finally moved me to throw you a few quid, or as I'm rational, <laughs> rationalizing it, invest in merch futures. <laughs> Very good. Anytime I think of a question to email you guys, either someone else asks it or the answer comes out spontaneously. For example, I was going to ask how you seldom, how come you seldom mention rugby events, but this was succinctly dealt with in response to Ryan slash Savannah. The other week, I can't remember what that was about. Um, so instead of originality, I've gone for poignancy with the two questions you've no doubt answered before, but might uh, help you get a little sentimental with us, your friends. When and how did you guys actually meet? I've picked up some of the backstory, and it seems you moved in similar circles. But when, uh, where, where were you? Were you first clapped eyes, and this bizarre and improbable chain of events was set in motion? Second. 
Whenever this crazy train reaches its crazy terminus, my wife and I have resolved to mark the podcast's passing with the worst binge movie day of all time and watch all three movies act to back. I think he means back to back. In flat defiance of your many health warnings. My question is, in what order would you recommend the watch? Lots of love. As is said in Belfast, keep her lit. John. And John's last name is Moriarty. Great name. That is a great John last Moriarty. name. That sounds like a movie last name. I feel like well, there was character. the bad guy in Sherlock, right? Mar- oh, no, that's Moriarty. It's a slightly different. Bloody good name, nonetheless. Moriarty. Uh, I, don't, I, I, I think, you know, We're as nostalgias want to do, um, I... I've created the memory that we met on set, but I know that can't necessarily be true. I think maybe... I do remember when I was in uh, Toronto, Ontario, Canada, uh, playing my trade as a lowly open mic stand-up comedian. I remember I would use the internet to perv on the local scene that was thriving in my absence in Auckland, New Zealand. And I clapped eyes on your poster for... I think it was your first show. Was it called Timbat's Unified Theory? Yeah, that... Uh, I think that was my first one, yeah. And it was like you, it was you in a suit with a mug at a in desk. In a garage, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I certainly, uh, you know, can a picture on a computer screen look back at you? Yeah. I think it can. And Tim's piercing eyes looked deep within my soul and I thought to myself, I will return to fear Aotearoa and I will... Uh, Fuck that I guy will, up. <laughs> I will climb inside of his headspace and really just kick some stuff around for three years. The what do you remember, question, Tim? Um, I don't remember us meeting before uh, the TV show that you hosted, You Late, where I reviewed toilets on a Monday night. But I imagine there was some brief introduction before then, um, maybe at yeah. a party. But to be honest, I'm afraid this marriage is a little confusing as to its origins. Um, well, well, well with, spoken, we'll Tim. TV show. And what was the sick? Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Question? The second question was what... Uh, order does he recommend watching the the movies in during his binge? Uh, I would say chron- in the order we did them. Yeah, I would say chronologically uh, in accordance with worst editor of all time canon. So growing ups two, then Sex and the City two, then where are your friends? <laughs> Guy, I've got a message here which is like, <laughs> I don't want to be rude, especially because this person has given us money, but Katrina is sort of taking the piss with the length. <laughs> Do you okay. want me to just start and you tell me when to when you get bored? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that sounds okay. great. Okay. <laughs> Katrina, thank you so much for getting in touch. I can't believe I was so dismissive up the top. Here's your message. My dear boys, greetings from the west coast of Canada. I've been listening to your show since early 2015 when I was a graduate student of biology in Washington State. A fellow student one day asked if I listened to podcasts and proceeded to rave about this hilarious one she'd been listening to called The Worst Idea of All Time. She'd gotten her boyfriend hooked on it and thought I might like it too. She's never steered me wrong, so I took a crack at it. And boy, am I glad I did. Listening to seasons one and two not only made the monstrous drudgery that is biological research go by faster, it resulted in me frequently alarming my my lab mates as I burst into fits of laughter that left me clutching my sides and wiping away tears. Just as this project was designed to forge a deeper friendship between you two lads, listening to it brought me closer to my two good friends, Jen and Tyler. It was an inside joke we shared. When one of us was having a bad day, another would poke our head around the cubicle walls and demand a shining light for the day to bring perspective. The three <laughs> of us got pretty hammered playing the Grown Ups 2 drinking game and struggled gamely through Sex in the City 2 together. Now we've all finished school and scattered to opposite sides of the continent. Your show gives us a way to connect by keeping up with the steady mental decline of our mutual friends Timbo and Guy Guy. I'm happy to say that on January 14th, 2017, Jen and Tyler are Trying, uh, tying the knot. In a few days, I'll be travelling to the East Coast to watch my friends get married, and just as importantly, for the three of us to sit down and grind through We Are Your Friends as a team. That's so sweet. <laughs> I know they would be absolutely thrilled if you could read this message aloud on the friend zone, as they are avid and long-time friends of the show. As an additive incentive, I've chucked you about $30 in merchandise sales and $10 on PayPal. Wink. Jen and Tyler, you're marvellous friends and marvellous together. As you start life together, may you live every moment and love every day. Your friend, Kat. Please say my name. (laughs) Well, Kat, uh, that was a real triumph of penmanship because I was interested right the way through. Was it because you were blowing compliments and smoke up my ass? Almost definitely. But I'm glad that I've helped uh, with my colleague Tim bring you and your friends closer together and I wish... Jen and Tyler. Brad? Tyler? Tyler. Tyler, all the best. Sorry I, got nice your name, sorry, I got your name wrong, Tyler. You just <laughs> look like a Brad to me. In my head, the picture <laughs> I've got of you, if you could see it, you'd be like, yeah, that's a Brad. I feel like um, Brad and Tyler's a little bit interchangeable. It's a good yeah. American strapping lad name. Yeah, man. Six of Football one, name. three plus three of the other. Hey, that's really <laughs> sweet, though. I'm glad that you could, um, you know, get some value out of the. Out of the insanity, it's bloody yeah, yeah. lovely. True that. I got a. I've got also a stonking big message here. Throw it at me, and you know how I always tell you to slow down. Yeah. Don't. Don't oh, this time. Show me, me to, what you got. Do you want me to steadily accelerate throughout the letter? Show me what you got. <laughs> All right, buddy. 
Dear Timbly Wimbly and Guy the Flash Montgomery, I've been meaning to message you fine gentlemen for some time now and just offer a massive thank you, you deep down, you bloody legends, caps lock intended, for doing this insane, ludicrous, at times absurd podcast, which has greatly helped my get into podcasts and also appreciate New Zealand humour a lot more, as I hadn't been exposed to it previously. Without boring you to tears or providing another sob story, the year of 2016 was the most dramatic and difficult one of my life. However, your River podcast was my shining fucking light and I got it got me through some insanely dark days. I'll give you one example. I live in Perth, Western Australia. Hey, I'm coming there. Early February, uh, Tim, just as a sidebar. Yeah. Please come to my show. Tell I don't to know buy tickets. Anyone in Perth. It's called Let's All Get in a Room Together and it starts on... February the 6th. What's your 7th. website? Just tell people where your website is. They'll go there. Yeah, visit guymontcomedy.com. And it's at the Noodle Palace. It's going to be great. Anyway, I'll give you an example. I live in Perth, Western Australia. Isolated, sunny and beautiful. And I'm a mad supporter of the Western Force. That is a bleak as hell fact right there, Tim. But you have continued <laughs> writing in spite of this devastating revelation. I'm sure as, you, as Kiwis, you know the current rugby format and how bad my team has always been. Anywho, I became a member for the first time and went to every home game. Boys, they lost every home game. So 2017 <laughs> will be a better year, and I'm sure that you two gentlemen will soar to even greater heights. For a long time, I'd been wanting to send some money for your crazy USA adventures, but it was too poor. So to my surprise, I was bewildered when I saw that Guy was coming to the Wild Wild West of Australia for the Fringe Festival. So whilst you're here, Guy, if you want to take me up on this offer, I would love to buy you a beer and give you a free tour of my lovely, sunny and ever-friendly city. Don't worry, Tim, the offer still stands if you visit one day. Message Thanks, me, buddy. Guy, if you're interested. And fellas, love every moment and live every day because you've made most of us enjoy it a bit more. Cheers. And yes, state my whole name if you'd like because I have an, in- an interestingly weird name. Tim Stakergun. Tim? Love that. Appreciate the message. I look forward to seeing you for this uh, much talked about beer in Perth. Um, I've got one. Tim, got I want one. to say hi from one Tim to another. Good on you, you I- bloody Aussie battler and you great sports fan who sticks with the team through thick and thin. That is what it is all about. Um, here's one from someone. Hey, Timbo. You insinuated on the last friend zone pod that it might be possible for me to get my grubby little hands on a pay the boys cap. How much sweet cash would I need to donate to the troops in order to get my merch here in uh, Rayleigh, North Carolina? Really? Quite a specific one. Is that how you spell it? Let's say it rather. Yeah, Rayleigh, North Carolina. I don't um, know what goes on in there. I think it's the state capital. I've got to put all these these beanie <laughs> these beanie messages in one place. Might go through that one later. Um, <laughs> like I don't know. I'll I'll have a, I've got to have a think about the logistics of all that. I'll, I'll go into another one if I may. Here we go. Uh, hey Tim Zubat and Guy Monfero, I'm a long time listener of the podcast from Michigan, apparently home of the Crayola Crayon Factory. If your fine program can be believed, <laughs> <laughs> we all know that. That's true. <laughs> I don't remember that. I sent you a donation. You don't of, remember that? No. Of course, Crayola. It's best known for being in Michigan. And some people some people will tell you it's based in Forks Township, Northampton County, Pennsylvania. But they're fucking liars and they're not to be oh trusted. God, where is this coming from? I sent you a donation of $8.03 corresponding to a penny per Pokemon plus missing go in honor of Professor Charlotte on PayPal. But was unsure if you got the message. I was also not satisfied with the message. So here is a new message. My brother and I were eating ice cream at a... Uh, uh, Mackinac Island themed candy store named Velvet. 
read their names since I want to shout out. Guys, don't tell me to read. Just we go verbatim, okay? <laughs> you don't need to put in brackets. <laughs> if you've put the name, we'll read it, okay? Here we go. My brother was telling me that he had won tickets to a ska band. I naturally asked if the band was the acclaimed intergalactic glory hole. When he looked at me quizzically, I proceeded to explain the premise of your program and made him listen to that episode. He laughed for a long while and told me after the show that Tyrone Wishbone was lousy. <laughs> I do not think he listened to the show after that <laughs> But you did brighten up my day So you two definitely are legends All the best, Robert Say my full name, Homan um, that's, I'd forgotten about Tyrone Wishbone that, Fuck, that got me at the time that I love ki- that I still love that, it I might, I might get that album art like, tattooed to me That would be, a, I think, a good addition to my body I that yeah one of the only memories I have of that episode apart from obviously you know the inception of this fantastic ska band who played nothing but Kings covers from memory <laughs> yeah uh, that's, you got it was you could not handle Tyrone Tyrone Wishbone so Tyrone good. Wishbone really took you, it you pink now you got another Tim, one for me mate yeah I I it's because of uh, filing system it's difficult to know if this one yes. has been discussed but uh, it comes from. California and it says with Sex and City 3 on the horizon how hard would we really have to work to get you lads a cameo in the film and then a very ominous time to start the Twitter campaign followed by an ellipsis Mm. I would say we would have to work like so hard and I think um, by working hard I mean like move to Los Angeles start an acting career Work yeah. in a cafe, work our way yeah. up the ranks and hope yeah. that within one or two years we're ascendant enough that we can get a featured extra role. And if we were to get a featured extra role in the film, do you know what I'd hope we'd be doing, Tim? What's that? Sitting across a table from one another, just <laughs> slamming caffeine. And Michael and Patrick oh, King, they'd be God. on set and they'd be going, would you two boys stop drinking so much coffee? That's prop coffee. And we'd say... You're ruining every shot, every pickup we do of this. You guys are just drinking more and more coffee. <laughs> we can't edit around this, boys. And we'd pour scalding hot coffee on Michael and Patrick King's hands and we'd say, do not talk to us like that again. <laughs> and then we'd graft some of the skin from our ass onto their hands and the oh ass God. graft would involve uh, Patrick Schwarzenegger tattoos. And then Michael and Patrick King would suddenly have Patrick Schwarzenegger on their hands and I think because Hollywood's quite, it's an insular world, one filled with nepotism. And if we could bring all of the circles with which we surround ourselves closer together, I think at the end of the day, that's what life's about. They got super dark at the end there, bud. Yeah. Look, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, I'm running out of steam. You're in a, a, you've got a real holiday head on, don't you? Your brain's gone too much. Oh, it's going to be um, a really interesting transition back into, back into the real world on the tail end of what has been a spectacular way to ring in 2017. A couple of quick messages um, to round off. Dear Fire Tim and Guy, we're listening to Friend Zone episode 32. I accidentally t- uh, tapped on the wrong spot in my podcast app, causing the playback to skip to the end of the episode and thus deleting it from my phone because the app thought I was done with it. I missed about the last 10 minutes and I don't feel like downloading it again. Can you summarize out loud what happened for me? Here's hoping I don't do the same thing with this episode. Cheers, Dan. P.S. <laughs> Please don't not unread my not name on the podcast. <laughs> Fuck, that is a lot of double negatives. Don't. Yeah, that, that is confusing. I'll tell you okay. what happened. 
Mm. We pretty much um, created a solution for world peace. Uh, and those who did listen have started living that lifestyle. We made yeah. huge improvements to planet Earth. Yeah. It was probably our most ambitious uh, and well-executed part of any podcast record we've done together to date. So it's a real shame you missed that. Yeah, it was. I would describe it as transcendent, Dan Woods, and you missed it, buddy. Uh, here's another quick little uh, communique. James says, old Timbo and Monty, exactly 17 days ago, I downloaded the entirety of your podcast in preparation for a bit of backpacking around South America. Over the span, I've managed to listen to the complete four days, 13 hours, 48 minutes, and 21 seconds of content you two have put out so far across the three seasons. I'm going to stop there, guy. (laughs) Whoa. Yeah, I know. That's too much. (laughs) That is too much. By my math, this means about 27% of every moment I have lived for the past couple of weeks, I've been laughing at you two, uh, uh, sorry, I've been with you two lathering that Kiwi goodness all over my eardrums. Jesus Christ. I'm writing in to address a point you two raised earlier in the season regarding the stereotypical Ivy League douchebag. As an Ivy League student myself, I can wholeheartedly attest to the presence of the entitled, snobby, pretentious pricks uh, on which the stereotype is founded, but would like to reassure you and your listeners, if this happens to be read on air, that the majority of us are a pretty laid-back bunch who happen to spend a lot of time studying. I will concede we do love music. Anyway, this donation <laughs> represents an exact dollar amount to match the days of entertainment you've provided me with throughout my travels. I hope it keeps you lads afloat in the wake of your I wish it was the minutes we've provided you with, <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> your self-reported terrible business decisions. Cheers, boys, and keep up the banter, James. James, um, you didn't need to send us any money. Your contribution by listening to so much of us across the last 17 days is um, you're the real MVP here, bud. That's a real... Yeah. You're testing human endurance at the, at the point that you're at. Appreciate it's it. Insanity. Appreciate it. Um, I've got one left. Do you I'm, want me to read it? Yeah, Have you I'm got out one? of fuel, buddy. Read it okay. to me and then let's put a pin in this thing. Kelsey, dear Big Dick Tim and Guy Thundercock Montgomery. Tim does have, have a massive dick right out of the gates. I have been listening to the worst idea of all time for over a year, but I was sitting on this donation until I could think of an appropriate nickname to give both of you lovely boys. My name is Kelsey Laser or Laser. It's not a Z, it's an S. How would you say that? I'm going to say Laser. Fuck it. Please say my whole name. Uh, so that I can make my roommate, Matt Rowan, very jealous. Please say his whole name too, since I promised him a shout out in my message. Just wanted to say that your podcast is hilarious and I will miss it dearly when the season ends. I hope these 40 genuine US American dollars accurately convey my appreciation for you both. Don't spend it all in one place. Love, Kelsey. We will spend it in 40 different places in very small increments. Thank you. So much. Hey, Tim, I've had a really good time uh, catching up with you and our friends this morning. Yeah, it's been lovely talking to you, hearing from our friends, hanging out with our friends. There's actually been wedding preparations happening all around me, so now it's time for me to maybe jump in the shower if I've got time and put a suit on and uh, go wish wish some people some happy union. Have a great time. And so I'll be out of commission. This is sort of admin, but we'll give it to the fans. I'll be out of commission for the next five days so i suppose the next time uh you hear from us tim and i will be together once again for together we are stronger um perhaps even 
providing the director's commentary you so desperately crave and deserve. Lots of love, everyone. And to you, Guy, a little bit less love, but still some love. Thank you, Tim. I hope you have a great wedding, and I hope that those objections that you told me you were rehearsing last night go really well. I'm looking forward to letting you know how that goes. Goodbye. Goodbye. Well, it's the friend zone. Will Tim and Guy come to the friend zone? And have a good time. Yes, it's the friend zone. Will Tim and Guy, because making friends is the best idea of all time. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you're thirsty for another, why not try... And um, here's something I, I noticed in the film and was never addressed again, and I wanted to learn so much more about Nick. An extra walking past in just uh, the background of a scene was a dog who was a nun. Yes, I saw that. <laughs> you saw the dog, and I was like, there's religion <laughs> in this world? <laughs> I, I, I want to know about religion in this world. 